Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, good afternoon, or good morning, depending on the time of day in your neighborhood. We are happy to welcome you back to another edition of Chatting with Dr. Leonard Richardson. And as usual, we have the doc in the house, and we also have our contributing, our featured contributor, Valerie Sims. So let's say hello to the ladies first. Good morning, Val. (laughs) Good morning and good afternoon to everybody. Happy to be here. Great. Glad to have you here. Glad to have you here. Now let's swing over and say hello to Doc. Good morning, Dr. Richardson. Well, good afternoon. Well, I was about to say, (laughs) since you have said good morning, notice how very adroitly Valerie addressed them both by saying good morning, good afternoon, (laughs) so she covered all the bases. There you go. me now, uh, good afternoon, or Doc, or good morning, Doc, so you only gave me one option, but then you did what we call a coup de grace, you, re- you recollected and yes. came back, yeah. There so, you go. Yes, there good you afternoon, go. good morning to our listening audience, wherever you are, welcome once again, it's our pleasure to be here with you, and so here we go. Well, you know, the reason I got a little confused is because I'm getting more and more positive feedback about our listeners. Last week, I told you, within the last 30 days, we had 83 uh-huh. listeners. Would you right. believe that number had jumped from 83 to 213 within the wow. last 30 days? Yeah. Share it. that with Valerie so she would know as well. Yes, Woo! yes, yes. But it gets even better than that. Okay. Our overall, so number, li- <laughs> Our overall number of listeners last week, I told you, was 2,110. As of this wow. week, our numbers have jumped up to 3,797 listeners across the Internet. Now, when I say Good. across the Internet, we have countries like India, of all places, Saudi Arabia, South Africa, United Republic of Tanzania, Pakistan, Greece, Ukraine, Germany, Norway, Canada, United States, Jamaica, that's amazing how things have really jumped ahead. I would say, do you have any from Denmark? I'm curious if they're doing it. Yes, yes, yes. Denmark, France, Ukraine, Australia, United Kingdom, New Zealand. That's amazing. Really is. Wow. Wow, congratulations for all the great work you're doing. (laughs) Well, not me. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. But it's the listeners who I am really grateful for their participation, for their input. So if we didn't have any listeners, we'll be talking to ourselves, and we could do that without having <laughs> to get on here. <laughs> so with that being said, let's continue on today's show. To uh, recap, we'll pick up where we left off. Dr. Richardson was taking us on a tour, and we were heading west, or as Doc like to say, down, because that's the direction of the sunset. The sunset goes down, and the sun comes up. Now I understand why we say up street and down street. We move in the direction of. Yes, Doc, I learned so much from you, right, Val? Yes, me too. (laughs) (laughs) 
Neon says that we never really had anyone teach us. We learned them from the doc. Thank you, doc. So now that we have that information, let's pick up where we left off. I think we were getting closer and closer to trumpeter garter. Trumpeter gada, G-A-D-E, gada, yes. Go ahead, doc. It's all yours. All right. Well, since we have audiences in these diverse parts and languages of these diverse tongues, I'm going to begin by saying bonjour, mon ami. I'm also <laughs> going to say, yes, I'm also going to say guten morgen or guten tag. Guten morgen, yeah. And I'm also going to say to those persons who may not have heard this before, and it's Ruski. And Ruski, of course, is Russian. And Russian, I'm going yeah. to say, yeah, yeah, I'm also going to say, no, we're not going to talk about Parastraika. No, we're going to talk about <laughs> any of that. We're just going to say, and to the persons down under, that's Australia and New Zealand. Yes, New they, Zealand. Because, they, yes, they're quite British, even though they're down under. Yes. And so all the persons, and of course, to our Spanish listeners, we say, buenos dias, buenas tardes. And we will let go with that by saying now the Creole for the Virgin Islands. Hebe Manolo, of course, to which you would respond, Fai Danke. That's the Dutch Creole that was spoken oh, Dutch in the okay. Virgin Islands. Yeah. Well, see, the Danes were absentee landlords. So yes. the Dutch and the French and the Germans ran the business, along with the Knights of Malta, which were actually persons of French origin, because Malta is an island in the Mediterranean, right yes. off the coast of France. Yeah. So anyway, we're saying the last time we communicated and were interactive, we were right at the corner of Rodetgada. And so now mm-hmm. we're traveling further west, staying on the left-hand side. There's a large building there that goes from the main street, which is, of course, Dronigan's Garda. We're going to get to the waterfront, which was not there at the time, and that building would be the building that now is referred to as the Kruger Building, Oriental Bazaar. And the next building after that is Lockhart's Building, which became Drake's Passage uh, with the passage of time. And then we're going to go to a very interesting garden. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Because that holds back. Runs, <laughs> it runs from the waterfront. If we're heading north, straight up across the main street, which is Dronigan's Garda, and mm-hmm. we're going to go to another street, which is Vimelskaf Garda, which is Back Street. And then we're going to go further on up to where we come to a place that almost brings us around meandering across Crystal Gata or Norgata up to where Etienne lived. So we mm-hmm. have circumnavigated that area, and we're going to return because the lodge is there, the Harmonic Lodge. Oh, yes. It's right there on the hill. Yes, but, and then to the but, left of that would be the gate, Hagen's Gate, as you mentioned earlier. Yes. Etienne. Yes. So anyway, yes. we're going to go back down to Trumpeter. Trumpeter Garda. Yes. Now, what is important about Trumpeter Gada. I mean, they're all important, but specifically Trumpeter Gada. Does anyone know? Can anyone let me, tell Let me jump in there and just make a guess. With the word okay. Trumpeter, I would assume it has to do with musicians 
at probably a location where I guess the equivalent of a nightclub or musical entertainment was was held. Fine. Later Am on, Val. Yeah, I, I, I'm going with later on, but it, it must meet some significance early on that right. I'm not familiar with. So I'm curious. Yes. Right. I'm just you stabbing in the door. Correct. You're both correct. Oh, just really? depends upon what po- yeah. Just depends yeah. upon what point in time we're referencing. Trumpetagara yeah. was a place where the man, believe it or not, stood at the hill. The harbor master lived up there and he could see the ships coming into the harbor or going yeah. across, whether they were friendly or whether or not they were not, friend or foe. And so oh. Signal Hill would yes. be directly across from Mr. Yes. Humboldt was a harbor yes. master, he could see it and he could tell from using symbolically the baskets whether or not it was a friendly vessel or an enemy vessel or whether or not we're going to have a fair day or a stormy day or whatever because that was the area. So trumpet of God was the place where they sounded the alarm or the trumpet, the trumpet. sounded from there. Now, oh. as you both said, yes, later on it will become the site of a lot of mirth and merriment in the evening hours. As yes. the sun went down, you went down there to do the, the dancing and the drinking in the place of what we call tapas, which meant rum house. The very house of rum house. Yes. Now, the interesting thing is right on the corner of Trumpeter Gada, where Trumpeter Gada intersects with Dronigan's Gada, we find okay. a place that has a very interesting type of design, architecturally speaking. Mm-hmm. So the roofs have some designs on them that are different from any other roofs down that entire Main Street area. That's true. Or anywhere that's else true. for that matter. Yes. It's a unique okay. woman. Yes. That's right. And the truth is, when you look across, there was another building there that will become a place called a coffee shop later on and the soul ice cream or custard yes. and Valerie oh, yeah. would identify with this very much because later on the daughter of the owner of the building with the strange dormers or roof <laughs> would marry someone and live <laughs> across there and that marriage would produce some children Alana and so on so on so on and all that good stuff and Valerie would know because later on the father and the mother, they would move to a place up Kitesburg. You will know it as Bluebeard's Hill. And mm-hmm. that place became known as Castle Nook. And That's it was right. Pink. Yes. Uh, overlooking Vijayagara, overlooking Norigara, overlooking the waterfront in terms of the Bay Area. And as far as I could see from there, because Bluebeard's Hill, as it was called, which is Kitesburg, has a panoramic view of the city. Yes. The better yes. views are from there. Yes, indeed. Yes. So anyway, let's go on and let's see what we have on from Pitagana. Be- before you go yeah. any further, before you go okay. any further, let me just ask a question. Sure. If I remember correctly, at the coffee shop, you could buy ice cream by the scoop. And I think it was 10 cents a scoop. Is that right, That's correct. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> Try to buy ice cream today at 10 cents. They had two <laughs> kinds. Actually, they had a, later on, they got a machine that became a custard machine. But then uh-huh. they also had a scoop where you had to, the ladies would Manually. scoop it out and put it, 
on the cones or in the cup. Yes. And the yes. custard, you could get then two kinds of custard mix, mm. the vanilla and the chocolate, and it came out in a swirl. And she wow. put it up, oh, wow. put the cone under there, and yes. there you have it. Under the machine. Yes. yes. That's correct. Wow, wow, wow. Now, interestingly Princess. enough, interestingly mm-hmm. enough, it was a coffee shop, but it sold other things other than just coffee. <laughs> and they also sold food, yeah. Sandwiches, for example. Schnitzels, and if one really wanted, one could sit and have a plate of food, not the kind of food that most of us would like, uh, meat, rice, and peas, but the kind yeah. of food that would be like That's fries food. and hamburgers, yes. you know, that yes. kind of stuff, finger foods almost. So it did that. Now, how did yeah. you get there? You got okay. it. both of these places. Huh? I was just going to say, let me interrupt a minute. I just want to make a confession. I just want to make a confession. I don't know what age I was. I was about 9 or 10. But I decided I found $5 at home. Now, how do you find money at home? I just happened to see it lying there, picked it up, and decided to go shopping. Now, what was I going to buy? I was going to buy my first hamburger that I could buy myself because I never went out and bought anything. So I went Uh to the coffee shop, bought myself a hamburger, a a, a, a 10-cent scoop of ice cream, and a soda. And I had change back in my pocket. I thought I was the richest guy in town because I had my hamburger, I had my, my ice cream, <laughs> my soda, and I went back home. And when I got <laughs> home, oh, Lord, all the pleasure that I had turned into pain because I got a hold of me. <laughs> and it turned me upside down. Okay. <laughs> so I learned real fast. Don't just take things up and walk off with them and say, I'm going to go shopping. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know, it's yeah. interesting because you also could have gotten a nice shake there, a milkshake of chocolate or vanilla uh, oh, or yum. strawberry. They also sold Maybe shakes. I did. I don't remember but exactly what. Yes, yeah, but it's they interesting had all that. you said it because there is a saying, true confession is good for the soul. For the soul. <laughs> so you have been exonerated. Thank you, you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Anyway, as we were saying, how did you enter these houses or these areas that you had uh, these gardens, especially the big gardens? The answer is you enter them through a gate, Uh a wrought iron gate. Yes, yes, they did. And the gates were really heavy for the most part. And that was done to protect and defend against intruders and Uh unwanted persons. But it was a gate. So, for example, where are we talking about now? The big house with the dormers. Downstairs yes. would be and was a shop, a liquor store that was yes. called Sparky's. Sparky's. Yes, know yes. it well. And Had many boxes from be, them. <laughs> oh, yeah. The wooden boxes, the crates? The wooden boxes, yes, yes. Uh huh. And upstairs would be where the crickies live, and that's Valerie's mm-hmm. side, and so mm-hmm. on that side, yes. Interestingly enough, Mr. Creaky, Mr. Henry O. Creaky, was a car dealer, and he dealt with the Chevrolet company. Chevrolet, and, yes. And Buick. So there was a large showroom right down on Trumpetagata, where the cars were, and this was before they moved down toward the airport area or toward Frenchtown. Yes, yes. And then you had this heavy, heavy wrought iron area that you had to, I mean, a woman couldn't move it. It would have to take at least one or two men to move this gate to 
to the display area. The cars were there, yeah. and you could see them, you know, and then right across this, the gutter from there would be the Lockhart store, mm-hmm. English Lockhart department store, yeah. That later will become Drake's Passage, and mm-hmm. then there was a devastating fire that uh, tore down most of that. Now, I want to go back to something. Remember we mentioned last week the necessity of having alternating heights. Of oh, days. yes. Yeah, yes. so to protect against this very thing of fires because on the waterfront, the breezes were coming loose and fast, very air-cooled. Yes. Air conditioning yes. was not a part of our vocabulary per se in those days. That will become something later because you had some louvers called some jealousies, and yes. you opened the louvers, and, you know, you could put them at certain angles to control the flow of air. Yes, indeed, yes. very cool. But nevertheless, yes. the point that we were making is that would be the place where Valerie would have her early remembrances, if you will, and then directly across the street would be where the Marsons lived and the coffee shop downstairs. Mm-hmm. Now, next to that, we would have a place called Beretta Center. Oh, yes. And that, yeah, that would be another little gate that you went down, and a man by the name of Mr. Wozni had a restaurant up there called the Magic Lamp. Oh, yeah. Remember it? I've seen the signs and pictures of it. Yes, the Magic Lamp. And then down the alley, there were several small storehouses or warehouses that later on became stores. So that you had down that alley, you had one section called the Spanish Main, another one would be called the Appian Way, and Spanish Main, uh-huh. of course, would be was Spanish, and the Appian yeah. Way would be the Italian Roman. So you had uh, yeah. many stores uh-huh. down there. And yeah. interestingly enough, these stores had very, very good products, the best of the houses yes. of Europe. High quality, offer. yes. Yeah, uh-huh. yes. including yes. this uh, hibiscus shop. That was one of the staples there. And this sold Indian saris and mm. Indian sandals. And Mrs. LaVita Cricky yes. was a person who uh, operated that store. And mm-hmm. as a matter of fact, if you walk down there today, you would see that you come into another area that is really, it's called the waterfront, but it's not the waterfront per se. It's Sparky's, because Sparky's extended from the main street to the waterfront. The front part of Sparky's was the liquor store. The back part street. of Sparky's, yes, on main street, the back part of Sparky's became the restaurant. And oh. uh, if you look at it closely, You'll see later on Trader Dan's would be there, too. Mm-hmm. And yes. uh, the music would be going until 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but that's the way it was, and everybody enjoyed himself yes. and that kind of thing on the waterfront, so to speak. And one thing I must say in passing, regretfully so, but factually so, we didn't have crime, per se, as we're yes. having now with the yes. muggings and the shootings and stuff. So you could literally leave your house open and go and come back and find it intact. You could go exactly. out at night and walk without the fear of someone mugging you or sticking you mm-hmm. up with a gun or whatever. 
And all of that is gone now. All of that is gone. Yes. Mm. So anyway, we're still on the left-hand side. So we're there in Beretta Center coming down. Then we had another store that became very popular, and that would be the store called Bata, B-A-T-A, that sold shoes. Oh, yes. Yes, Bata Shoes. Many school shoes I bought there. Well, actually, many yeah, yeah. bought and, there. Yes. Oh, yeah, and many... Many school shoes were, which were worn out came out of there. And yes. you had basically two pairs of shoes. One would become the third school. pair later, but you had a, a pair for... Go school. ahead. One for well, church. Well, don't start there. No, no, no. Start, one, start at the top. You had a pair okay, for... one at church. There you go. One and for then, school, and the other one to run around the house. Yes. That's correct. And it was yeah. in that order. Why? Because the newest and the prettiest and the best was always reserved for God. Sunday. Yes, Then exactly. you had, when they got a little worn and you got another pair, they became school shoes. Yes. <laughs> the school That's shoes, down the after they were well-worn, became yes. the run-around or knockabout shoes yeah. uh, that you wore around the yard or, you know, down the street. So there was that order, in descending order. And the thing was, there were, for church, you, basically for men, you wore black or brown. And for school, at Catholic school or other schools, whatever, you also wore black and brown, black or brown. You, but the let me add something. Was, yeah. Excuse me. Let me add something. The thing that I remember was, I don't remember what the price was, but I knew that the price ended at 99 cents. So my mother always used to give me the penny. Here, here's a penny. You can make yourself happy. And oh, I'd go okay. to the candy shop with my penny. I bought, I would buy uh, jelly beans or, or Mary Jane's or whatever. Penny candies, I actually could get them. Uh, so my my pocket would fill with pennies whenever I go shop with mom. Yes, mom, buy something for two ninety nine so I can get the pennies. <laughs> yes, you know, actually, the business of the ninety nine cents was a psychological thing. Yes. It meant yes. that you didn't pay the whole number price, which of two ninety nine would be three dollars. Yes, exactly. So when someone told you, oh, it's only two ninety nine, as opposed to oh, it's three dollars, your yes. mind would sort of pulled back from $2. the $3, but yeah, was gravitated to the two ninety nine, yes, when in exactly. fact it was only a penny yes. that made a difference. Yes. And that was very common because <clears throat> at the Lockhart store, which was a department yes. store, several things were sold, including sometimes the school shoes for small children. They were called uh-huh. jumping jacks. Remember? The oh, jumping yes. jack shoes, yes. And they had that stiffening in the back that kept up the shoes, and then they sold all kinds of things there. Hardware stuff, uh, yes. clothing, also materials, also cosmetics, and it was an all-in-one store. Still on the left-hand side. Let me, let me just ask something. Huh? Excuse me. Sorry to interrupt you again, but something came to mind about Lockett's store. I think, okay. if I remember correctly, it was the only store on Main Street that had a gigantic display window. It was like a exactly. giant TV window. It was, exactly. I don't know how long it was. It was about uh-huh. maybe 10, 8 mm-hmm. to 10 feet high, but maybe 15 feet wide, long, wide, well, it, wide, I guess. And it was between both doors. The door yes. to the east opened <clears throat> up in the fabric area, and the door to the yes. west opened in the liquor store area. But yes. the showcase or the display window was in between the both of them. Yes. It also became a kind of billboard during yes. Carnival, when the pictures yes. were taken of the various troops, they were then posted or oh, yes. scotch tape there. Yes. 
yes, the, the window for display purposes. Yes. Yeah. So it yeah. serves a multi number of purposes. Yeah. Uh, lockers, uh, it's department like, it's store. Like it's like a Macy's department store display window, except where yes. Macy's is square or rectangular. Yes. Lockers oblong. Oblong, oblong. that's correct. Yes. And they had the seasonal displays for Easter, <clears throat> yes, Carnival, for Christmas. The window would be redecorated to reflect yes. the season or the mode exactly. and mood of the time. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Including, yeah. Bikini, including bikini mannequins. <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Including bikini mannequins, mannequin in their bikinis. <laughs> oh, yes. And sometimes it was not even bikini. It was just mannequin. <laughs> 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 that would be later on dressed up. <laughs> okay. Yes, indeed. Oh, the mannequins. <laughs> yes. You know. Interesting. Yes, yes it was. Next, when we come down, we follow that area. And after that, after the batter shoe store, we came to a store that was a hardware store also. And the name of that store was Nielsen. N- Nielsen's, yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And then you know, I remember also... that. I remember How? that because Nielsen, Nielsen is a Danish name, but it rhymed with nail. And the hardware store That's right. sold nails. That's the only That's place right. other than lockers, I think, that you buy nails on Main Street. Well, that, if you went to the gutter page, you, you no, you no. Oh, if you yeah. went to the, you could go by the by the gutter, and Mr. Cecil Smith had uh-huh. nails and trowels and screws and things oh. there too. And then if you go to the other end, you would come down to Griot's and Francois oh, Grillo's, Hardware yeah, yeah. Store. Yeah, and so that's where you got it. That but Nilsons yes, yes. was right in the middle of the of the avenue, in the of right the in the middle of the street. Yeah. There. As a matter of fact, right across, directly across from where your godmother's store was. Yes, La Gracia store, exactly. Yes, that's correct. Yes. That's correct. Yeah. La Gracia was directly across. Mm-hmm. And then we come down to a place that became a very popular eating spot that was yes. known as the... The o- Oasis. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. The, o- the Oasis, right? Oasis, yes. Oasis, and later yes. on, that would be changed to... Red Rooster. Oh. Oh. Okay. I remember? Yeah. Red no, Rooster I don't remember the Red Rooster. That was my yeah, college years after, my Air Force years. Yeah. Red Rooster came after Oasis. That property was owned by Lockhart also, but the Barbell oh. managed oh, yeah, that. The yeah. Yes. Yeah. Leo okay. Barbell. And that's correct. That's yes. correct. Yes, sir. I and remember him. Next to that, we would have a store that was a grocery store but was torn down and renovated because that oh. became Palm Passage. Oh. Remember? And I a don't, very... A, Palm Passage. I don't remember, remember Palm Passage? Store. I remember you Palm Passage, yeah, yeah. but not the grocery store, though. Yes, the grocery store was owned by Morales. And oh. in back of that, you'll now be getting to what we call Stortiva Gara, that was yes. tall or yes. butcher shops, butcher corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. One, yeah. Yes. On one side, we had the Petersons. On yes. the other side, we had the Piers, yes. the Black yes. Pier, the White Piers, we call them. Remember? Competitors, but they work friendly, hand in hand. Yes. And yes, to the I head of the top of that part of it, you had Levine. Oh, yes. yes. Levine. 
Ilavine and B. Levine. Yes. Ira Levine and Benjamin Levine. Oh. And directly across from there, we had the other partner, but that's on the other side, so we will save that for the next, next presentation, yes. whatever. That would be Trapuk. Oh, yes, Trapuk Max. Will, yeah. There you go. Oh, Val, go to the head of the class. <laughs> Max Etrapuk. I know That's him well. Oh, I right. Val, welcome. Welcome. Yes, Val, go to the head of the class. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. All right. All, I, only, all, I only know him because... The That's okay. Go ahead. I'm because sorry. he wrote a beautiful letter to my um, great-great-grandfather when his oh. father passed away. Yeah, uh-huh. I share that in one of my blog posts. So, yes. so I researched uh-huh. Max a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes, indeed. So, uh, although you cross the street, that's okay because we're going to meet that next week or week after because the Trapak store, you will reflect upon it, uh, and then you remember it really as Bambula. Bambula. I was trying to figure out what you guys are talking about because I knew the Bambula store, but I didn't know it was Turco. Yeah. I knew that was... the Bambula, um, the owner was a nurse. Oh, Dr. O'Neill. Dr. O'Neill oh, was right. the Eric husband. O'Neil. Eric O'Neill. Yes. Yes. Eric And O'Neil. his daughter, his daughter and I Charlene. went to school together. Charlene. Charlene. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. Now, yes. we have to come from that side of the street because that's for another yes, installment. Let's I go know, back to where we were. Return, <laughs> but yes. Val, Val yes. really yes. just yes. jumped yes. to the head of a class ahead of all of us. That's good, yes. With Chapuk. Go, Val. I'm waiting yes, to yes. jump back to Trumpet of God. I wanted to share a couple of things back there. Yeah, we're going to go back. We're going to go back. I'm going to say right now, we're going to pause there momentarily because at Levine's corner, where Ira and Benjamin Levine were, we're going to pause there because that's Sortiva. Gada. Yes. And yes. the meat in terms of the butcher stalls were there. But we're going to go back to Trumpet Gada. And Val, take it away. Yes. Well, wait, I got a quick question on the Levines. Were they siblings? Sure. I see advertisements for yes. B. Levine and I know Israel Levine, but, uh-huh. or Ishmael. Were they siblings? Yes. As a matter of fact, they were Jews. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. They were yes. Jews. Benjamin and Ira Levine. And as you know, people in those days did a lot of intermarrying. Yeah. A brother would marry a, a lady, and then that lady would marry the brother's son or the brother himself, another brother. Two brothers would marry two sisters. You know, that kind of thing. Uh-huh. uh-huh. They kept wow. it in the well. So there was a lady by the name Miss Silco who was there. Silco, yes. You remember the name, Miss Silco? I, I remember the name, but I don't remember living, what she did. They were living not too yes. far from you. Her daughter would marry to Kulianos. Oh, so oh, that's cool. a familiar name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. That's a grandmother. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That's I was talking right. about. They live, they live in that oh, White yes. House just yes. across the little divide there from you, Etienne. Yes, right, right around the corner from They me. were Levines. Okay. One yes. of the many Levines, but nevertheless, yes. Benjamin and Ira Levine, Silco. they were brothers, oh, no, no. okay, yeah. And then there were some others who live on Bunker Hill, but we're not in that yeah. area now. We okay. just backed up. <laughs> okay, go uh, ahead, Val. Oh, well, I wanted to share something about Trumpet Agata. You noticed no, when ahead. you were talking about um, 
the gates and the beautiful scrolled gates. Yes. You uh-huh. notice there's never been any gates on Trumpet Agata. Right. And ap- apparently at one time there was supposed to be a gate, but the family had failed to close it off, and they ended up losing the alley through eminent domain. So exactly. now they can, like, never be a gate on Trumpet Agata. Right. Because oh. you are so correct. I didn't mention it at first because I said to myself, I know, Val, this would be one of her, I felt, awakenings because yes. that property belonged to the Crickies, but they did oh. not put the gate to stop passage through. So it became what is called right of passage or put another way, access or easement. The term that we use for land purposes easement. So the yes. easement came through that area. Notice the side that's on the Lockhart side, it's a wall. Yes. And on the other side, which is where Stores. the crickies were, there's a little oh, small yeah. gutter. Remember? Yes. 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 And the crickies were supposed to put a gate, but they didn't. And since mm-hmm. they didn't, after long possession of people passing through and through, it became rite of passage or access or easement. Those were mm-hmm. some of the laws or rules or practices of the Danes at the time. So that's how they lost that because that other part of the land was actually there as well. Right, right. And you know what's interesting? In old photographs, you can see cars parked in Trumpet Agata. In the alley, yes, of course. In the alley. I have a picture with about five cars parked in there, and it's where my great-grandmother kept her car as well. Exactly. Remember what I said, that there was a display. Mm -hmm. There was a display room right down there where they had a large galvanized sliding sort of partition on wheels, and that was the showroom. But there were cars that would park right in that alley, and there was no mm-hmm. problem. And your grandmother parked there. You're absolutely correct. And she went mm-hmm. through a wrought iron gate and went up a spiral stairwell in the yard. And there's a beautiful right. courtyard in there. I don't know right. if you're aware of that. But beautiful courtyard in there. And up to the top. And you went up. And then you went to the door. And once you got to the door, a huge living room, or as they would say, a drawing room with Mm -hmm. mahogany and china and, you know, the chandelier and Mm -hmm. all of that. Beautifully done. Beautifully done. Right there. I I have some lovely pictures of the inside, and it's amazing with the statues and the busts sitting there and the carpets. It just takes you back in time. As a matter of fact, the, the pictures that you have will bear out what I'm saying in that statuettes, and I mean fine Italian marble mm-hmm. as well as mahogany carved statues but primarily marble and granite were the statuettes and the busts that were mm-hmm. there like the bust with the lady pouring water out of a jug uh-huh. and also uh, one of a candelabra so to speak someone holding yes. where the candles were placed and then later on they would be converted into candelabra of electricity, but before that it was really where they kept the candles, candles. Uh, and they lit them yeah. and all that. Yes. The only yeah. problem with that kind of stuff is that if you're not careful, it was dangerous. Yeah. If a brief wind came, you could have a yeah. fire, and the wax not that was melting would drop yeah. all over the place. So 
Those people had a job keeping that stuff clean, but it's there. It's true. And the walls. Or the other thing was, concrete was not as much of in vogue at the time, but the walls were paneled with fine wood, mahogany panels, and lignum vitae. And when the people who worked for the owners would have to polish that stuff with really what we call huh? furniture polish. Really polish the walls? Yes. Yes, wow. there were wooden walls, yes. Wow. So the sh- they were shining and shimmering. Yeah. So by day, the sunlight reflected on them, and by night, the candlelight reflected oh. on them. And then the furniture <laughs> itself were mahogany furniture, yes. tables, the beds, the chairs. Yes. I mean, yes. that stuff had to be polished. No, seriously. We had that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, there's also an old photograph from 1918 of the bust and the statue they had. They were of Apollo and Diana. Oh, oh the you know who they were? Well, I've had to research that too. I figure that's going to be another <laughs> blog post. Just learning about yeah. Apollo. And Apollo how popular. is the god of love. Yes, Venus. Uh, no. Venus would become. Venus would be in Latin. But okay, Apollo the was the Greek okay. god. Yeah, the, the Latin would be yeah. Venus. The Greek god yeah. of the Apollo. Yeah. And, and Diana. Uh, and Diana and Dionysus and all those people there. Yeah. Yes, I remember them. Yeah. Okay. Before go we go ahead. any further, let me get back to Val. Uh-huh. Val, with all uh-huh. those pictures that you have, are they available online now? Not <laughs> yet, but as I share each post, I include them. So, so when I do this one on Roman mythology, I'll definitely share the, the photographs. Okay. Oh, good. Please let our audience good. know where they can see your pictures, where you have them posted. Oh, sure. They they can find me anywhere at vintagevirginislands.com or on Facebook on, under the same name. But um, it's <laughs> too minute, cool. This stuff is so fascinating. Uh-huh. Don't tell me that I can find you anywhere because I'll go down to Trump of the Garden right now looking for you. <laughs> I won't find you there. <laughs> Oh, I wish you could find me there. I wish it was still in the family and <laughs> you could find yes, me there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now but the history know, lives online instead yes, of there. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, that's good, yeah. Val. Thank you for sharing with us. That's mm-hmm. very important. You see, I'm going, to point, I'm going to point out something, too. You see, the trouble is, unless we know, now, the three of us would know, uh, and some other people also, but unless you know the name the family gets lost. So, yes. for example, downstairs where Sparky had his business, his yes. real name was Sparky Puritz. Mm-hmm. He, he was married to Governor Ralph Piwanski and Isidore Piwanski's sister. Oh. Her name was Paulina. Mm-hmm. Now, if you just go back up the street, it's on the other side of the street, that's for the next installment, yes. where the Paiwanskis uh-huh. lived. They lived upstairs of the apothecary. Apothecary, the blue building. Oh. Yes. Yeah. And that that's going to be Isaac. fascinating, too. Yes. yes. Isaac, and Rebecca, Isaac and Rebecca Isaac yes. So I'm saying that to say their daughter, Paulina, married Sparky Puritz. And remember, we're talking about the Jews now. So they yes. all had that little tightly knit circle. So downstairs of where you would be, Val, would be mm-hmm. Sparky's liquor store. But right. Mrs. Mrs. Sparky Puritz was actually Miss Paulina Paiwanski. Wow. Now today, make a note of this. 
now today, the name that you have to look for, if you really want to trace it and make the connections, connect the dots, would be Casanelli. Casanelli, yes. Okay. Yes, that rings because that's yes. right. Where A.H. Reese's was and yes. where the uh, jewelry store and the gift shop and all that stuff is now Casanelli. And it's no longer being called Paiwanski. Mm. Okay. Oh, how is Casanelli related? If you're okay. talking about Puritz and then Paiwanski, then how does the yes. name Casanelli All come in? Be- because Casanelli is the Italian name. Mr. Casanelli married one of the Paiwanskis. Oh. You know how, this, how this goes? They, they make sure they keep their name in the marriage. The men don't worry. The women will be the ones that marry. But no matter who they marry, they will always insist on keeping that name. So the name no. Casanelli is a surname today. But the name that's retained is Paiwanski. But you'd have to know in order to make that connection, or else you just go yeah. on to Avna Casanelli. Mm-hmm. But it has to be mm. Avna Casanelli Paiwanski. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. And then, of course, we have the lawyers, and we have the senators. David Puritz was a senator. Oh, yes, I liked him. Yeah, yeah. he was very nice, yeah. He mm. died, you know. Yes, I heard that recently. Yeah, yes. he passed, yeah. He was a senator, and then there was Michael Paiwanski. Oh, yes, yes, I remember him, too. Yeah, he passed, too, you know. Yes, I was surprised. Yeah. yeah, and he, he was, was a great a historian. Exactly, and a great collector of the artwork. Mm-hmm. He had down the alley of what we call Harbor Building. He opened up an area where he displayed artwork, and his business was called Maps Monday or Mapis Monday, Maps mm-hmm. of the World. And he had a oh, lot of the yeah. displays there down between that area there. And as a matter of fact, on the other side was where they had the china and the crystal and all of that. But now all of that has changed. The business has changed. And they also have some business out in Havenside. But you can't ask for Paiwanski because you could if you wanted to, but they're going to say, you know, that's not the name. Uh, They have a different name that's there. But for those of us who know, as I said before, we would know that you're still talking Paiwanski Enterprise, just as A.H. Reese's. You know, yes. at, a, at a while, they traded as going up to Reese's, but the name was, the family's name was Paiwanski. Uh-huh. Yes. You remember? Yes. Okay. Yes. So you say you're going to uh, Paiwanski Drugstore, you're going to Paiwanski's Bakery, you're going to Paiwanski's Lickasaw, Paiwanski's Gift Shop. That's the name of the family. But mm-hmm. the name was A.H. Reese's. You remember Reese's. seeing it on the, on the boards and on the door? And the oh, door yes. Picture? A.H. Oh, yeah. Reese's, yeah. Okay. 1838. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Bingo. <laughs> That's right. I, yeah, I keep yeah, saying you go to the head of the class. They yeah, have <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 That's good. 1838. And you know, that family came from Eastern Europe. Yeah. And during the time of the Germans' occupations and all that, uh, the Jews were very fearful 
of the property and of their lives. And so great migration and exodus took place from Eastern Europe, out of Poland and out of Lithuania and out of Estonia and Latvia. And these areas today became heavily influenced by the Russians. But at that time, World War II particularly, when Mr. Adolf Hitler was carrying on, uh, many people lost their lives and their jewelry yeah. and their money and their gold. Everything. All of that was everything. taken from them. Right, yes. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one day, excuse me, one day, excuse me, one day, one Saturday, when we get a chance to talk about the Jewish synagogue, I'll have the uh-huh. rabbi, if he's available on a Saturday, to join in with us. Okay. Yes. Now, Great. you know, it's interesting because. We had a rabbi here from our own ranks, Rabbi Moses Sasso. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes, Sasso. Yes, yes. We must not forget that. Yes, no, we must not forget And yes. Sasso came before Brockman and before mm-hmm. this present one that you have here. Because, you know, usually they live a long time, you know, and yes. uh, they didn't go anywhere. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about? No, seriously. Moses Rabbi Sasso, mm-hmm. and his daughter is Leah Sasso. Yeah, yes, I remember Leah. Mm-hmm. And Leah Sasso married to a gentleman who was a Coast Guard person called Stevens. So she became Leah Sasso yes. Stevens. Yes. And then she married again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, her mother was a local person related to Alton Adams. Blanche mm-hmm. oh. Sasso. Yeah, seriously. Blanche Sasso. Who taught at Catholic school, primary division, kindergarten. Blanche mm-hmm. Sasso. Her daughter was here. And then there was another Sasso. The other Sasso had a store on Commandant Gada. And Moses and his brother, because they were brothers, Esther Sasso. Does that name ring a bell? Yeah, to me. As you go Mm-mm. up the steps, no, follow me closely. As you go up the steps to go to Galleon House. Okay. The Sasso oh, lived there because, yeah. that's right, the Panamanian consulate. Yeah. They were the oh, Panamanian that. consulate. Oh. Okay. Right there. Yes. Yes. yes Ernest yes. Sasso. Ernest was his name, and Moses yes. was the brother, and Moses was the rabbi. Okay. And I'm saying that to say that now, if you don't know today, you'd walk past, and yes. you'd not recognize it, because, yeah. well, it, they're just not there. And their children have grown up, married, and moved away yeah. for the most part, away, living yes. in Florida and, you know, retired yes. communities and things of that sort. Yeah. And as you go up to Blackbeard Hill, you would see a lot of what I'm talking about in terms of where the families were. Because as you get around up there, because the Paiwanskis live on Synagogue Hill or Crystal Garda and on yes. Blackbeard Hill. Those are the two places where they live, basically. Yeah. But you'd have to know, someone would have to tell you, and you would, or else you'd walk right past it. Those huge houses, I mean, masonry structures. The persons who work there work hard. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> they work very hard. 
And the uh-huh. cookies house, too, that was a huge thing. Those things were mansions. And yeah. you work and for the most part, scrubbing on your knees and on your hands and a whole lot. But they enjoyed doing it, so to speak, and they were part of the family. But it was a anyway. sense of pride. Oh, so oh yes. Pride yes. Unit, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Yes. They took yes. great yes. pride. And they oh, would yeah. not stand for anyone coming and defacing or doing <laughs> no anything way. contrary no to way. what they wanted. No, no way. way. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay, yes. go ahead, Val. Hey, yeah, you remember last week we were chatting a lot about those dormers upstairs yes. yeah. in uh-huh. the Creaky Alley and uh-huh. stuff. I was chatting uh-huh. to my mom about those because we have a couple of pictures of her in the window. Oh, and she out. said. Yeah, she said they were the window of her life because on oh, Saturday oh, she yeah. could see who was coming and going. You know, because I Saturdays the stores t- stayed open late. Yeah, uh, and then Eight of course, o'clock you know, at night, nine o'clock at night, it was still open. Right, and for and funerals. And they opened from about seven in the morning. Yes, yeah, she knew who passed away by the funerals that passed, and and watching everybody <laughs> close their doors. Yes, you know, in, in respect. respect. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh yeah, yes. and then oh, of yeah. course carnival. You know, she watched all the yes. parades from those right windows. Here. Right there. I mean, those dormers—they turned out to be more special than I thought. You know, when you first oh, yes. brought it up, I thought, okay, it's just a window. But chatting to mom, they were her whole life. <laughs> That's yes. where she she knew what was going this. on. Imagine this. Let's stretch our imaginations a bit. Imagine this. What better position could you have? other than looking out from a dormer. You don't have to worry about the sun beating down on you or the mm-hmm. rain falling on you in yeah. case there was rainfall or yes. the other thing, in case you had to go to the bathroom. You know, the bathroom, <laughs> was, right. Yes. The bathroom was right there in your home. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. So you could go and come back and you could still have your seat and you can, you know, yes. get something to eat or whatever. And it became the windows to the world, so to speak. Yes. No crowding. Yeah. No crowding at all. That was <laughs> right. that was their entertainment, was looking out the yes. window and chatting to people uh-huh. as they passed. Exactly. And, um, and what fun, she said, they had right from oh, right yeah. from there, uh-huh. the safety of their house. That's Val. Right. Yes. Val, it might have been mm-hmm. entertainment to them, but it was their Google of their, of their year, of their time. <laughs> it was their Google well, I window. guess so. If you Google, you could go into the yes. dorm. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, there, as I remember, I may be wrong, but I think not. There were three to your house, that is to the Crickey's house. There were three dormers. And, you know, if you look at the shape of the roof, you'd mm-hmm. wonder, well, how were these things? But actually, they were slanted. Mm-hmm. And then the dormers came off at an angle. So, in fact, you were not crowded nor pressed because you could walk straight back mm-hmm. and it opened to an open space, you know, either to the living room or a bedroom or the drawing room, as they would yeah. call it. And uh, <laughs> then then they could tilt the window so that it controlled the flow of air, you know, from mm-hmm. the dormer. Yeah, all of that. Yes, I noticed they keep them locked up now. They They yeah. never open them. Right. She yeah. said there were two that faced Main Street that were her oh, favorite. Right. That's, That's where all right. the happenings took place. Right. And um, and they loved it. They saw everybody shopping or strolling for dinner or going to the center <laughs> theater or right. to the apothecary hall. She That's knew everybody's right. business just uh-huh. just <laughs> sitting there perched in the window. Oh, wow. it, 
it actually was the Fifth Avenue or, if you want, uh, the Park Avenue of New York. That's what they were. You saw everything. Yeah. Anybody who was anybody would yes. walk there. Even, now, this is what it was interesting. Even if you didn't have to go, you always made sure you took a little walk on Main Street so that, <laughs> one, you could see and you can be seen. Okay. <laughs> I know. I find that today I'll take a stroll and look to see who I see, you know. Exactly. And it's sad when I don't recognize anybody. I was like, what has yeah. happened to Main Street? Yeah, I don't know anybody and nobody knows me. Yeah. Well, well you know, it, has changed, it has changed for all of us because we have become yeah. strangers in our own land. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah, you know, other people. And then not to say anything that's negative because it's not negative. The persons who are now on the main street, we really don't know them. True. The Arabs and the Indians, and they don't really associate with us per se, as opposed yeah. to back in the day. You could always yes. hail out, as you would say. Oh, yeah. yes. Hello, Miss Creaky, how are you doing? Yes. Oh, whatever. Right. They're fine, thanks, whatever, whatever. Yes. And then exchange a little, you know, news of the day or whatever. But right. now people walk right past each other without even so much as good morning, good afternoon, or how are you, because they really don't know each other. Uh, yeah. Isolation has become the rule of the day. And then the other thing, you don't really want to speak to people who you don't know, but then how are you going to get yeah. to know them if you don't speak? Exactly. <laughs> well, let me share with you something that happened to me. I was about okay. 9, 10 years old, and I used to love walking up the main street to go to uh-huh. the post office, get the mail, and bring it back to the store. That was my task. I loved it. Why? Because I would stop and meet with people along the way. I would get the news of the day. I find out who's what, doing that, whatever's going on. But on the way back, if I'm lollygagging and being too long, somebody in one of the stores, they would know me. They would recognize me and say, get your butt down to Mr. Ocasio's store. You need to be there. She gave her new clothes. <laughs> I would get the I didn't have a watch. But I had the news, the time, account from store to store. They all knew when I was passing by oh, yeah. and hurried me along. And that was kind <laughs> well, of fun because, the post, you know, I never got in trouble office. because they helped no. me. No. The post office became the gathering point yes. and the place at which information, news, excitement yes. would be exchanged. Yes. And so, therefore, if you were heading west, you got the information, you took it on west. And if you're heading east, you took it up east or whatever. But the thing was, they had a thing about timing. They didn't rely on, on mechanical clocks. They could say, no. listen, you're going to the post up, you should be back by such and such a time. Yes. And if you are exactly. not back by that time, you are in oh, trouble. No. In trouble, oh, big yeah. time. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then something, the other people would tell your person, oh, I saw Etienne up there stand up talking with some fellows and they were having a good old time. <laughs> <laughs> and now uh-huh. when you get home But see there was something about yeah. that Because when you get You knew you were in trouble So exactly. on your way down You're trying to fabricate some story Which was a <laughs> no-no Because before you got there Your parents or whomever it is you're going to They knew yeah. all about they it, all and, when about you come it. Up, exactly. and you come up with a story That did not jive with what they knew Who are you yeah. trying to fool? Boy, yeah, exactly. what you, you know That kind of yeah. thing So yeah. But what and we're, really, not even talk, we're not even talking telephones, and we're not even no, talking no, no, cell not. phones. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what really? But you, you got there, huh? Yes. 
what even impressed me most of all now is that as I'm an adult is the fact that many of those store owners, I may not have known them by name, and they have may not have interacted with me on a regular basis, but they knew well, who they I was, was, and they were concerned enough that I get back down to the store before it closes or whatever the time frame was, or there's right. a funeral coming down. You better get down there before the, they close the door while the funeral is passing by. That's and correct. I would have, and they would give me step-by-step phases of time so that I'd be on time. And that was uh-huh. wonderful. For a person who didn't have a watch, I was never late unless <laughs> I was lollygagging. So they, they kept me straight. There's something to re- be remembered, too. Remember now, yes. again, we are, we are on the other side of the seat of La Gracia. But yes. on the same side, it's true. Those doors yes. were heavy. Oh, were big and heavy. doors and heavy. Yes. So a female yes. didn't really deal too much with that. It would take the male. And yes. so yes. even a youngster would be responsible for closing the doors, for I opening with the that. doors. Yes. Because it was, a du- it was a dual thing. You close the doors yes. as the hearse approaches yes. your store. Or your yes. place, and then after mm-hmm. the hearse passed, and if you had to you had to open it again. So mm-hmm. you did yes. two jobs. You had to close them, then you had to open them. Then you would still have to close them at the end of the day. At the end of the day, yes, yes, yes. When you get mm-hmm. ready, you know, to lock up. Yeah, let's, let me interrupt you right now because we're down to the last two and a half minutes of the show. Oh so my! So what we need to oh. do right now is wrap, wrap things up. I know we just get okay. <laughs> we got as far as I love being today. It's from. Uh, we got down to stuff Steve Agata, and we got a little uh-huh. sideline here and there. But nevertheless, uh, next week we could pick it up from there, go down to um, the gutter, and then turn back and go back east, or, or as you would say, up street, go back up Main Street. Does that make yeah. sense? I think I think what we need to do is we'll need to stop at the Market Square and don't go any further. Okay, but not the Market Square. Because okay, okay. What were you thinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fine. In Bar Library, Porter? Because you see, we are at Sortiva. The next juncture would be in Bar or Gatetsgara. Gatetsgara, yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's go down to the market square. Yeah. Oh, okay, the market square, fine. Yeah, because it's historical. Make a loop to come back up. Okay. Yeah, okay. So that the last store on that round would be Grills Hardware. Hardware store, exactly, exactly. Okay, yeah. Okay, well, let's go to Val. Val, what kind of closing thought do you have to share with us today? Well, this has been awesome. I mean, I could keep going on Trumpet Agata and Creaky Valley like forever. There's still so much more history. Yeah, there's still a lot more to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a lot more. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. My mother wrote a a lovely story on all of her memories um, living on Main Street. All right. Yes. You know, from the carnival days and seeing Mr. Lawrence French on his sleek brown horse coming down oh, you know, yes. the street. Oh, <laughs> yes. There's so much in the Mukajumbis oh, and, yes. and oh gosh, great fun. As oh. a ma- as a matter of fact, there was a Mukajumbi whose stilts were high enough to reach the dormer. So oh, really? to receive his little contribution, yes, <laughs> from the family as they handed it to him through the dormer to the window. Yes. Wow. wow. Seriously. I mean, they uh, were tall, filled walkers. Yeah. We don't yes. have the last 30 seconds. Val, well, I just say thank you to all of you. It's been fabulous walking down memory lane and my mother's memory lane. And I look okay. forward to next week and picking up and thank learning you. more about Market Square and so forth. Good. Very and, good. Okay. Thank you. And, over to you. and over to you, Doc. Oh, 
I would say. Arrivederci, Dasidania, which is Russian, Russia. <laughs> and I would say, Au revoir. Ah, okay. Au revoir, and adios, and goodbye. And all that good stuff. Have a blessed week. Have a blessed Thank you. strong week. You're welcome. Okay, very good, you very too. good. Okay. okay, brother. Well, we're just about over, folks. We'll catch you next week. We're having so much fun that we ran out of time. Take care now. So long, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye.
with mashup, London and Bosick. They come into Porta and so they pull with. They might make up enough, it's enough. They come into Carl and so they club. Yeah, we'll get slavery out of the way. 